0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. Standards versus expectations. But before we begin, let's thank our sponsor. Does your company clean any buildings with 10 or more trash cans to empty? Would you like to speed up the process if you do? The Smart Cleaning School highly recommends the Tea bag Company as the answer to these two questions. We have personally used the tea bag in our commercial cleaning company and find that this simple tool cuts off five minutes per hour of trash removal. Now, this may seem insignificant, but a lot of a little adds up to a lot. In our company, a five minute savings per week is worth $500 per customer Per year. Not only do I endorse the product, but I completely endorse the person behind the product. Check out my interview with the Teabag Company founder entitled Respectful, Reliable, Responsible with Damon Washington. You can purchase any of the Teabag products at a 10% discount through the Smart Cleaning School Resources page. I need to give credit where credit is due for this episode. Thank you, Vincent Puglisi, for this mindset. And if you don't know Vincent, check out Content But Not Satisfied with Vincent Puglisi. Vincent has grown an online community called Total Life Freedom with over 100 strong in the past four years. The members inside of this community have access to expert calls on various topics of online platform building. There's elite masterminds, internal courses, there's retreats, which are super fun. I've been to many. You've heard them on this podcast. And of course, there's the extremely valuable connections, the wealth of connections between like-minded freedom-seeking entrepreneurs. I have been a part of this community and mastermind since the first day. In fact, I am an original member and was there to help Vincent set up the foundations of it. I've had a unique perspective of being able to watch Vincent build this community and raise up leaders from within it. I remember the hard times too, such as last summer. We stayed together in Nashville for podcast movement. And when the masses went to the insane I heart after party with drinking, we stuck around the hotel to mastermind. You see, Vincent had built a great community, but like any business, he had some parts and some people that were higher maintenance and drama than others. And it was really affecting him. And I could tell that he needed some time. So I got my notebook out where I had recently drawn out a two-by-two grid to map out the various aspects of our business. And I talked about this in the episode Why I Fired My First Client, where I divided all of our clients into four groups. Maybe you remember this, or if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. But here's the four groups. Low paying and high drama, high paying and low drama, high paying and high drama low-paying and (laughs) low-drama. When you hear these listed out, it's obvious that we want the high-paying and low-drama customers, and we don't want the low-paying and high-drama ones. But it's the other two groups that cause us so much grief. And I explained this to Vincent, and he started getting excited. His whole countenance had changed. Then he asked, Ken, can we add another box in here? Like, instead of a two-by-two, could we make it a three-by-three and add, like, a mid-range one? And that's when I started getting excited. So we started mapping his various clients and income streams on this grid. It spoke so loud that we knew what he needed to do next. And then I did the exact same exercise for our business as well. By the way, this is Vintage Ken and Vincent. Since we met in 2014 at the Business Gets Personal Conference starring Dave Ramsey, Seth Godin, and Gary Vaynerchuk. And ever since that conference, him and I have been masterminding like this, and they're all very beneficial to the two of us. It's a true mastermind where two brains connect and form something that's greater than the single brain alone. Now, he's taken that and scaled it with the Total A Freedom masterminding community. But when it's Ken and Vincent, we just get into this zone, and that night in Nashville was one of those zones when all the drunkards returned home from the iHeart party and they were literally bust into the hotel, we were just chilling in the hotel restaurant with wings and our three-by-three three maps. We were so excited and they were so drunk. <laughs> Vincent pledged that he would raise the standards in his community to have a 100 amazing people that were all low drama. And some would be low paying and some were high. But no one would bring high drama. That's what he wanted. They would be an ultra generous community, always looking out for others. That was Vincent's vision. This episode literally releases at the one year mark of that mapping meeting in Nashville. And wouldn't you know it, Vincent's vision has come to fruition. TLF has leveled up. So much more than I've ever seen it because Vincent made sure to create the map he had drawn a year ago. Vincent was in such a much better place when we had a recent conversation as to what was happening back then and why. He told me in this phone call that we had that it all comes down to standards versus expectations. I asked for clarification. Vincent explained, Ken, it's like this. Standards are boundaries we put on ourselves and expectations are what we put on others. There are so many people that operate their lives with expectations of what others should be doing for them or how others should be acting toward them and others around them. I responded when my jaw hit the grass because I was standing outside. I'm like, whoa, this is what's going on in our culture, Vincent. This whole cancel culture movement, a group of people has a belief. That's great. They have a standard and I can respect that standard, even if I don't agree with it. But this cancel culture, they expect others to conform to their standard. Vincent agreed and drove the point home this way. I support when someone has a standard and lives by it, but when they try to put their standards on someone else, that's just called judgment. That's just called expectations. When you have expectations on a relationship that you're in and you put yourself in a position where they don't do what you expect, you're going to be unhappy. And that's where I was a year ago. I had expectations on other people, and they didn't deliver on my expectations, and therefore I was unhappy. It felt like high drama to me. There weren't any flags to put into the ground there. It was a moving target, expectations were. Another problem with expectations is that you can have them upon others, and then you don't do them yourself. This is when you cross the line into hypocrisy. How many people have you seen with an online social media profile that puts expectations on others, but they don't operate that way in real life? And the only way you would know that is if you saw that person in their day-to-day walk and you could see that their online profile doesn't align. All of this really made me think, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus. In fact, one of my life verses is from the first book of John It's in chapter two, verse six. And John writes this in the NLT version for those that want to look it up. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. I'll say that again. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. I have a standard. It's called the Bible. And my standard is the person of Jesus. I want to live my life closely to how he lived it. Will I be perfect? No. But can I do my best to live in that way? Yes. That is a standard that I choose to follow. If I don't follow it, I just failed in my standards. This doesn't infringe on anybody else. When I have standards and expect others to follow the same ones, it does infringe on others. It comes across judgmental. Worst of all, when I don't follow my own standards and then expect others to follow them, then I am a hypocrite. I'm not trying to preach a sermon here. I'm just making the connection to my own life. Now, let's go back to Vincent. He let go of expectations a year ago, and he focused on standards. He set the standard of how an amazing TLF community member acts Then he talked about it, demonstrated it, and looked for potential members that shared the same standards. This is identical to how I've been building C3 locally. We set up our standards called our core values of excellence, ownership, and safety. We don't force compliance, but we allowed our standards to attract the right people and repel the wrong ones. And that made all the difference for C3 and for TLF in the past year. I want you to examine your life. Do you have standards and living by them? Or are you trying to comply to someone else's? Get your own. Are you trying to enforce your standards on the wrong people and getting frustrated? Stop and find the right people. I want to end this episode with an incredible quote to emphasize what a standard looks like. You can be in the middle of a hurricane, or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. North is still north. People can yell at you. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. This is Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, and I've linked the video where he shares this quote. Now that is living with standards. Thank you, Justice Thomas, and thank you, Vincent Puglisi, for the meat of this podcast episode. Okay, that was intense. Standards... And expectations. I want you to really think through this one. You're going to enjoy life better if you live by your own standards and find others to walk life with that also do. And don't force that on others. Just let others be attracted to the way you live your life. And that'll make you happier, not by having people do what you want them to do. When you do what you want to do, meaning you're following your own standards, you'll be happy. You really will. Even if you're getting persecuted for those standards. So before we wrap up, just want to say thank you again to our sponsor for today, The Teabag Company. So make sure to check out the interview with The Teabag Company founder entitled Respectful, Reliable, Responsible with Damon Washington. You can purchase any of The Teabag products at a 10% discount through the Smart Cleaning School Podcast resources page at Smart. CleaningSchool.com backslash resources. Okay. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.